It's time for the Dinner with Schmucks podcast. So, do you guys like any podcasts? A podcast about nothing and everything in between. Now say shh and muck together real fast. Smuck closer. With your hosts, Chris. It's like throwing a softball down a well. Yeah. <laughs> Jahida. Jahida ugly and she can lick my ass. <laughs> and Dieter. I just kind of want to get laid and have a good time. This is the Dinner with Schmucks podcast. It's a bit naughty. Part of the Moon Pigeon Podcast Network. I did it again. I think about dicks. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, second week in a row outside here in the porch. Uh, decidedly cooler tonight. Yeah, man. It's downright chilly. It's downright beautiful, actually. Yeah. I mean, I absolutely love this. Yeah. I mean, it's it's dry. It's cool. But like it's not breezy. The air is just still but fresh. Yeah, and it doesn't need to be breezy because it's nice and cool. Yeah, it's like a it's like a nice fall night. Yeah, and it's clear. It is like nice the sun, fall night here in the sun. Pretty much just set. Maybe like I don't know, ten minutes ago or yeah, no, it's ten it's, or fifteen minutes ago. It's nice. The cicadas don't seem to be as loud as they were last week. Yeah, that's true. Well, it's not that dark yet. This is true. We yeah. also don't have a third mic open, so it won't be as loud. True. Yeah. <laughs> that was a joy yeah, we to started at like... We started a lot later last week. Almost nine, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're apparently on like the now backside of a, a cool front, and uh, it is supposed to kind of shoot back up here over the next couple of days, so... What are we talking, like, into the 90s again, or no, like 80s? 80s. But probably lots of humidity. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm guessing. I mean, like, I, I mm-hmm. looked at the temperatures this morning, then, like, during the middle of the day, I got an alert from my Weather Channel app saying, like, uh, you know, heat, not heat wave, but, like, uh, I hope you enjoyed the cooler weather. It's not going to last long. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Something well, along those you. lines. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Somebody got off typing that, knowing they were pissing me off. Yeah. And other people of my ilk. Yeah. Well, that's what that one weather app I have, it's called Carrot. And that's what it does. Like it, whenever it gives you the weather report, it oh, says something. Oh, that's the one that people always picture. share on like Facebook yeah. all the time. Yeah. yeah. I think she uses that. I, yeah. Today give me the fucking weather. Today it'll be dark and stormy to match your soul, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> uh, or it's colder than a vagina's, like yeah. a hooker's vagina in an ice bin. Yeah. That would probably mean she was dead. Well, yeah. I mean, doesn't every hooker die after the the, the sex act? Oh, no, that's not right. <laughs> uh, episode 125, Dinner with Schmucks podcast. That was a great way to start. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, the uh, the duo tonight, Dieter and Chris. Uh, oh, yes. Jihad is in the middle of a th- working three days in a row. And uh, we're still living amongst the boxes. Yeah, you're in the uh, unpacking Unpacking, chaos. yet, you know, having to move on with our lives. Like, I literally yeah. spent all day working today for the first time in a while, by the way. I got, you know, and then I, then I came down here and worked until, like, I made dinner or, like, cleaning out cabinets and, and oh, whatnot. Yeah. So, 
It's been a it's been a long day, as Matchbox Twenty Rob Thomas mm. would say yeah. on their first album. That was a great I can't album. Remember? Yeah, I listened to it recently. I actually listened to that, and then I listened to. I do like the one after that, Mad Season, a lot. Oh yeah, that's good too. Um, and I, you know, I I think I bought maybe one or two actually, after I that. I think I like that better now that you mention that. Yeah, I think it's yeah. better produced. I think it's better right. written. Um, you know, but there's something about yourself or someone like you that's what it's called um yes that's right you know there's a couple of songs on there that are just awesome Mm -hmm. but and you listen to it though it's really it is good from front to back Mm -hmm. Uh, you know that's that's weird you know it's matchbox 20 i I guess yeah i haven't listened to that stuff in forever but i i remember digging it a lot yeah i i I listened to it, uh, like I said, I've, I listened to both of those albums within the last couple of weeks. What what years did they come out? Do you remember? Uh, yourself or someone like you came out when we started, co- I, I want to say 97. Okay. okay, yeah. And the other one was probably, I think I was playing it on the radio at, at ESU, so it was like probably 2000, 2001. Okay. I think I even vaguely remember taking the the burned disc from like the the sleeve book and putting it into the CD player in my car when I was driving and I think you burned it for me and I think it you wrote Matchbox 20 was written in your handwriting. Oh, probably. I yeah. I, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. I I've been listening to a lot of mixes that like I've done especially on my 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 i iMac upstairs in the office. Because that's my physical iTunes library that I've had, you know, for 10, 15 years. Yeah. And a lot of the playlists are a lot of like, even before I got an iPod and iTunes, like I was making mixed CDs just as mm-hmm. I made mixed tapes, you know. Yeah. So I, I made, took all those CDs and made them into playlists and then continued that tradition. Like I think for my Chris's mixes, I think that's what it's called. I think I have a hundred playlists under there. Damn. Yeah. Like, and it's, it's, it's like real 12, 14 years worth of play. Like Ooh, wow. until I basically switched over, like got when I got my, the last iPod I got, which was the, uh, an iPod touch. I got like 2016 maybe. Oh, wow. Um, and then I had like Apple Music, mm-hmm. so then like I just filled it with, just like, you know, Apple Music, you know, mm-hmm. subscribe and download or whatever. So that's when I stopped like syncing a physical library to my 160 gig iPod, right? The, the largest model they made. So I kind of stopped updating playlists on there. Yeah. So these playlists go from like maybe. Two thousand yeah, two thousand ten to like two thousand fifteen. Yeah, wow. And the mixed CDs that turned into playlists go back to like two thousand. Yeah, damn. When I was in college, making ones for the radio. That's fantastic, dude. And then as we, I dig up a whole bunch of tapes here. Yeah. I started building those playlists in my, uh, you know, on my phone through my Apple Music library. So. I have yet, I cannot find the tape or the track listing is Nudity in 96. Yeah. I know we've talked about this, but apparently mm-hmm. I made like Nudity in 97 and Nudity in 97 volume two. Oh, did you really? So I built out those playlists. Yeah. Some of the stuff I had to like physically like upload to the cloud from my 
my physical library because okay. some of the songs, you know, they're different versions or whatever. They're not on Apple Music or the it's mm-hmm. just not there yeah like Hollow Notes Marigold Sky album is not on Apple Music no kidding that's bizarre is it though I only knew of that album because we saw them open up for Chicago that one summer I know I just kind of figure I mean I guess they don't just put anything up they do their research to see what's gonna yeah I don't know probably I would be interested to know the last time they played a tune off of that album in concert. It might have been yeah. that tour we saw them in 1998. Yeah. I mean, I don't remember that at all. Yeah. I don't remember what they played. I mean, you know. Yeah, I know there were yeah. two songs on that that they I really liked. Uh, the Marigold Sky, the title track, and then there was a song called Romeo's Bleeding. And hmm. one of those was on... Oh, Romeo was Bleeding, yeah. Yeah, one of those was on one of those nudity That's and That's Oats? Yeah. No shit. I didn't remember that that was them. Yeah. Because I remember that tune, Romeo yeah. Bleeding. Oh, oh, well. Yeah. Da, 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 oh. Yeah, Hall and Oates. That's yeah. off of the Marigold Sky album. Not, you're not going to find it on Apple Music. No, no. <laughs> so then, like, when I do that, I can't even share that playlist. With, I mean, I can. Mm-hmm. You would get everything, have access to everything but, like, that song. I, it's probably on YouTube. You could just... I, I mean, I, I have the song because oh, okay. I have the in my version of the library playlist. It's there, but when you make like playlists public or share them with people, oh, I get what like, you're saying. Like it's yeah. going to come up to you. That song's going to be grayed out. Like, right, it's not available. Yeah, <clears throat> but yeah. I have it on my library because I have the physical copy. I got you. I'm slow, like Petey. I wonder if are people enjoying this conversations. I don't know. I have no idea. Is it interesting? Probably not. Because we had a lot of these last week. But the numbers seem That's to be... True. Our numbers, like, the last, like, two weeks have been up. Damn, people are bored. Hopefully we, hopefully, there's people like, oh, should I go to that huge party on campus tonight? Or should I listen to the Dinner with Schmucks podcast? I'm going to listen to the podcast. Yeah. And they stayed home, and now they don't have... <laughs> and now they're no longer COVID. alive because they killed themselves. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, at least bad. they didn't get the COVID. That's true. That stupid party. And didn't... Sh- then transmit it to other people. Correct. That's the key. Yes. It's like when they, it's, it's, it's like they don't care if you download, they care when you share stuff. Exactly. That's when you get in trouble. Yeah. So you turn your sharing ratio down to where like it trickles up. They ain't coming after you. Yeah. They're going after the people who are uploading stuff at like good clips. Right. Not right. like one kilobit per minute <laughs> yeah yeah so there's your life hack for torrenting there you go now that didn't work on a site like oink because you had to keep a share ratio right which sucked i mean it wasn't too hard to do no i put a couple of things up that were like kind of popular like yeah. one of them was this like did it only count if other people downloaded it uh yeah because the more like you shared yeah. You, you know, the megabytes or gigabytes. Yeah, so you had to <laughs> upload good stuff so people would want it. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Like, and I, But that was nice. I only uploaded a handful of things and it happened to, like, some of them happened to take off. Yeah. Um, like, one of them I know was this Johnny Cash tribute album that I think I got from the radio station. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> it probably said stolen W-E-S-S on yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I have one of those in my practice room at home. Yeah. It's a Dexter Gordon album. Oh yeah. The soundtrack from uh Round Midnight, which is a it's a weird movie, but it's worth watching 
Because Dexter Gordon plays the main character. Okay. Who was... The, it was actually written about Oscar Peterson, the piano player. The the story the of... The guy that, from The Odd Couple? No. No. <laughs> was his name Oscar? Yeah, but this is a different Oscar. Oh. There's more than one. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, his story was basically, you know, he was not getting not getting paid and treated like shit in the US so he moved to Paris and he kind of lived out his life there and was kind of old and decrepit but still playing and this young did guy he play from, April in Paris when he was out there I'm sure he did yeah, yeah. and in, in May it would have been ironic true because you didn't expect it yeah or like September mm-hmm. May would have been just like oh bless his heart he's a little slow he yeah. doesn't know the month ended yeah <laughs> Yeah. No, but that's true, man. People play that tune year-round, man. Well, of course. Yeah. But, like, if you're in Paris... Right, I know, yeah. Like, if you're in Holly, PA, who the fuck cares? Yeah. You could play it on September mm-hmm. 31st. You can go play Jingle Bell somewhere, and people will be like, oh, that's cute. <laughs> I know that song. Yeah. Where do I know that song from? <laughs> I saw... I, 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 uh, okay, you finish, and I'll then I'll say something. Oh, so the story, the character is based on Oscar Peterson. So he lives out his life in Paris, and this young Parisian guy kind of befriends him, like helps him get to gigs and stuff, and make sure he's got food or you know whatever, because the guy is just kind of old and not doing good. Does and he, he flees him for all of his cash. No, no, oh. he really helps the dude oh, out. Okay, and he finally convinces him to go back to the states. Because it's changed, like the guy's like, it's changed now, you got to see your family, you know, like, blah, blah, blah. Obama president now. (laughs) Yeah. And I think, I mean, I guess spoiler alert, not that I don't think anybody's really going to go watch this movie, unless you're a big jazz head or just like a- Are we still talking around midnight? Yeah, around midnight. So he like gets home to New York and like hates it and I think he dies and that's that's the end of the story. Uh, Or something like that. Yeah, what what a- bummer ending it's just kind of yeah yeah it's a sad story man but it's fascinating you know it's kind of like it may have been written by the guy who befriended him or something like that the movie or the song the movie or what the whatever the movie was based on you know okay i don't know i'll have to research that and get back to you i don't feel like googling it right now we watched a movie last week we did. That's right. You came for like, you came over a second time during the week. Yeah, just to hang. Yeah, it was pretty. We cool. haven't done that in a long time. Yeah, like it's so much easier now, dude. Yeah, like probably in over a year. By this time last year, like you were coming up for podcast. Yeah, and probably at this point, we now I guess we were still doing rehearsals because we had. Yeah, Raymond's I was party. coming up like sometimes twice a week. Yeah, but you were yeah because you had rehearsal. You had well, but that didn't start till September. Oh yeah, yeah but well, yeah, that was almost, a couple of weeks away, and but, she and she had started rehearsals too around then. Yeah, so uh, no, we watched uh, Sisters, which I've seen a handful of times. Yeah, it was but that my movie first. never gets old. <laughs> it was pretty fucking funny. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed it. You took a a liking to the Bobby Moynihan character. The who? Bobby Moynihan's character. Who's that? The uh, the Jew, the guy, the who just quoted movies the whole time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that was cracking me up. Was I being obnoxious? <laughs> it was funny. You're like, oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> was I really? Oh, God. I must have been out of it. <laughs> that character, that... There was a dude. He would just at the most random times like pass by in the yeah. background. It was exactly. funny. He, just, he pops out of the cupboard. 
Because <laughs> he's all fucked up on whatever it is. That's cloud got, 10. Or cloud, yeah. Yeah, and we rat poison in it. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta dance out the rat poison. <laughs> and then his, his Asian chick that he hooks up with yeah. loses her hearing aid. Yeah. <laughs> what was her name? Uh... Because she made Amy Poehler say it. Hey, like, one. Hey, one. Yeah. Hey, one. Hey, just one. Like, just like, hey. One. One. <laughs> hey, one. No. <laughs> like, I'm having fun at party. Hey, plus one. Hey, one. High Stick Creative is a fantastic graphic design company by... Chris Babcock, and he actually did the uh, album artwork for the Victory Drive record in like 24 hours, um, which is always appreciated. Thank you very much. And uh, yeah, that is Heisty Creative. Excellent, excellent work. We've got masks, people. Dinnerwithschmucks.threadless.com. A portion of every mask purchase goes to the human fund. <laughs> Money, <laughs> Money for people. people. A portion of the proceeds is being donated to MedShare. Get yourselves a Dinner with Schmucks mask. Don't be a schmuck. Yes, help stop the spread of the Rona. Dinnerwithschmucks.threadless.com. Premium and regular masks also available in two children's sizes. Put on your damn mask. Have a question or just want to speak your mind? Call and leave us a message at 863-576-4902 and we'll play your call back on the next episode. This is Dinner with Schmucks. So we had steak tonight. We got oh, They got it at you shifts. You had steak. I had steak at home with my mom and my stepdad and my stepaunt. The whole fam damly. Dude, it was huge. I couldn't even finish it. And I had a baked potato and some of that uh, microwave broccoli and cheese. Maybe Green Giant. I'm not sure what the brand is off the top of my head, but it's good. Why are you naming brands, man? There you go again. Oh, yeah. Trying to grab some sponsorship, dude. Yeah, I'm sure we're 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 right in Green Giant's uh, wheelhouse in terms of of you never know, programming. Dude. You know, I bet a lot of people that microwave parts of their dinner listen to this podcast. I thought you were going to say microwave parts of their dick. I don't know why I thought you were going to say <laughs> That's that. Fucking, what but the you just fuck, started man? saying the word D. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, he's going to say dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird, dude. It doesn't work. You, That's not true. Because we had a microwave at work for a little <laughs> oh while God. that only worked when the door was open. <laughs> Jesus Christ. How did you have a kid, man? You must be fucking oh, sterile. I, I didn't use it. Oh, good. <laughs> but it only operated like if you hit the door release when the door opened, it would start to operate. That's fucked up. Yeah, it's like one of those little fucking ones. Yeah. Oh, I did it again. Dicks. Dicks. Shit. <laughs> Stevia. <laughs> Stevia. <laughs> Say hello to my little friend. Oh, Cheech and Chong. <laughs> Wait, which one? Cheech or Chong? <laughs> Cheech. No. <laughs> they show up to the party with their kid. He's like, yeah. oh, he's just going to go upstairs and, and watch his iPad. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but that. Uh, Wait, Shit what? was funny. 
when last year, right before the holiday, we watched the we watched the movie with Joseph Gordon, Joseph Gordon Levitt, Seth Rogen, and uh, the uh, I the guy's name. He's got the gap in his teeth. Uh, the one where they went to like the Christmas party. Miley Cyrus was there. Oh, the night, the night before. before. Yeah, right. Yeah. We watched. Okay. Yeah, I saw. So that. I think it was with my brother. Then like it might have been when he was at the house for Christmas. We watched. There's a movie called Office Christmas Party. Okay. We'll watch this year. That's got Jennifer Aniston in it. Michael Ke- Bateman. Not Michael. Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman. Yeah. <laughs> Who's Michael Bateman? Nobody. Nobody. I think. <laughs> and if you are out there, I'm not calling you a nobody. We just don't know of you. <laughs> I was thinking Michael Scott. Oh. That's wrong. No. Michael. <laughs> From The Office? <laughs> what? Uh, Steve Carell? No, Mike. What's his. Uh, uh, Michael Bluth. <laughs> his character from Arrested Development. That's oh. why I called him Michael Bateman. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Jason Bateman. Jason um, Bateman. Uh, and uh, TJ Miller uh, is like one of the other main characters. But it's kind of. that? Um. <clears throat> Did you see Deadpool? Yes. He was like the bartender, Deadpool's buddy. He was also in Silicon Valley. He's like had his big break in that. What was that movie? It was like that monster movie. Everything shook and the whole world fell apart. I never saw it. What? It was like 2005-ish. Everything shook and the whole world (laughs) fell apart. I don't know. I didn't see it. That's what I'm just, that's what I take from the cover, the movie cover. It was very greenish and dark. It was like a monster or something. Godzilla? Like, no, they were running around filming it like it was supposed to. Oh, 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 uh, Cloverfield. Yes. Who was he in that? I don't know. That was his <laughs> first break though. Cause I heard him do it. He, he must've inter- been one of the main characters. Yeah. He did an interview on Opie and Anthony for that movie. Oh, okay. And then he was in like, Probably one of my other all-time favorite movies. She's out of my league. What's that? Oh my god! It's uh. All right, so T.J. Miller. God, I don't remember any of these people's names. The hot chick that dated Vin, <laughs> Vinny Chase in Entourage. The Australian chick who plays American sometimes. Uh, I don't know if I got that far. That's the only. Yeah, she was late season. She was. I think she was in the movie again uh, too. Yeah, I only uh, saw the first couple, maybe. Uh, so, I, which I need to kind of watch those. Her, uh, what's the guy's name? Jay Baruchel, um, mm. knocked up. Uh, that what's that movie with Ben Stiller? The war movie, Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder. He's like the skinny guy in Knocked Up. He was the one that had the Canadian like flag tattooed on his chest. He was in that show Undeclared. That was his first break on Fox. Oh, that guy. Yeah. And from uh, Getting Over Sarah Marshall. Forgetting, he wasn't in Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Uh, forgetting, get, forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah, no, that's, that's uh, you're thinking of the main character in that movie who's in How I Met Your Mother. Yes. No, that's not who I'm talking about. But he was in Undeclared yeah. with Jay Baruchel. Okay. Yeah, uh, I just... I'd recognize him, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, you definitely would. And then there's like this other guy I recognize from some other show and a uh, guy who was in another thing I recognize. It's <laughs> like, all people like I recognize. I'm like, oh, hey, I know that guy. And that, yeah. you know, um, the the one chick is um, like the other kind of sort of female lead is in the uh, Orgy movie. She's the one who ends up hooking up with, uh, with Ruxin. 
Oh, the bitch. Or not the bitch, the one that's very like, oh, you know, I don't want anybody to see my body. Oh, with and, the dark hair? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, one is like, oh, they have these bracelets in high school now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. she's in that movie too. Okay. Uh, it, it's, we're going to have to watch that one. I, I have yeah. that on Blu ray. That is, oh, it's one of my Ruspin. favorite movies. <laughs> All right, Ruspin. <laughs> you think my name is Ruspin Ruxin? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why everyone calls you Ruxin. <laughs> <laughs> we just finished season uh, seven, I guess it was. I guess because that was the last episode. The no, re- was it really of that season? Yeah, the season you- seven. I thought we just started season six or something. No. Wow. Well, we'll find out later. Yeah, or maybe we just finished season six. Maybe season seven is up next. Yeah. Weird. Uh, we were jumping all over the place again. I- I was gonna say, so I, I had to go down to the I, the grocery store before you got here. Yeah, I have no focus in me, so to get some milk. Then I got some other goodies. Oh, I'm sorry. Sounds like you're murdering a, a chair. animal that makes that kind of noise. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm driving down. I get down into the parking lot. And, you know, there's, they put speed bumps in, so you have to kind of drive slow. And the supermarket's at the end of the plaza. And there's a tobacco store. And I see this guy open up the door, no mask on, looks at the door, and then proceeds to walk in. And as I drive by, there's a big sign that says, no mask, no service. <laughs> so I deduce that he's either A, willfully ignorant, or B, illiterate. And my guess was probably willfully ignorant. Yeah, most likely. <laughs> like, he looked right at it. It's a mm-hmm. big red sign. Yep. And then walked right in. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, we have, there's a big sign on our door at the office that says you have to have a mask on with a big stop sign. No mask, no service. And then there's another one on the window at the reception desk. And people come in like... First of all, people come in with the mask, like, do I have to wear this? And we're like, yes, or get out. And then people come in with nothing, and we're like, do you have a mask? No, I don't wear a mask anywhere. Well, then you're not coming in. <laughs> oh, well, uh, let me go look at my truck, you know, and then they they come back in with something. Or they don't, and they go away, you know? Do you guys have, like, a box of, like... we? You know what? We did when everything started, because you couldn't get masks. Yeah. And we had a bunch of surgical masks so yeah we were giving them to the patients that were willing to come in that yeah. needed to be there you know but you know we could, we can't do that forever yeah exactly you know we have to have we don't know if we can get more you know they're still hard to get I mean you can get them now but you know we don't want to find ourselves like with one box left ankles you know, deep and right and, and then it explodes masks. like in a week or something you know and the masks can explode no like the like the the virus explodes, oh yeah and well, that's just, a real possibility i didn't think the masks exploding were a possibility no no i mean maybe but i, I doubt mean they it. could catch on fire if you dropped a match on there or a hot ember yeah did you there's i saw a video somewhere online and it's just like the camera facing down at the guy's hands and he's holding a surgical mask and he gets like a little exacto knife and he slits one side by the seam and from the other side like someone's passing him stuff so he pulls out like a microchip and then like a vial with uh like you know liquid in it and he starts and then a penis uh yeah he pulls out all kinds of crazy stuff you know because people are like oh you know yeah there's you know there's trackers in the masks there's trackers in the vaccine it's all just control yeah uh 
the little old lady who's selling her masks on Etsy or is definitely yeah. stuffing trackers inside yeah. of their masks. The NSA is intercepting all of her shipments. And then selling them for $5. Yeah. Yep. Oh, man. People are fucking cuckoo. Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. They're cuckoo for fucking Donald Trump. Yeah. That's the problem. I know. I, I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> I just get so angry. I'm going to have to pee again. Of course you are. So you know of those, uh, the Lucky Chops? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I was watching that one morning. The guy I went to college shared that on Facebook. Yeah, dude. I saw them all the time in the subway. So when I worked on 34th Street and 10th Avenue, I got off the subway at uh, Herald Square where Macy's is, you know, 34th Street. Yeah. And I would just walk I went that. to that Macy's once. Oh, it's hell on earth, with, dude. I was with her. It was like in January. Oh, it wasn't crowded. It was like in the middle of the day, in the middle of the week. Oh, I hate that fucking place. Um... Anyway, uh, it was cool to just never been there, to just go there once at least. Yeah. I mean, it's big and it's unnecessarily big. Yes. 100% unnecessarily big. Yeah. But anyway, so at that subway stop, they were there's a big performance space. It's not a performance space, but there's a big area where like you actually have to audition to legally or to perform in the subway, you know, as a performer in that spot. In that spot, yeah. At those times. Like, it's reserved for these uh, people that were chosen, you know. And some of them aren't good. Is it's, that, like, where they are in this video I sent? Because it looks like I, in this big open spot. I believe so. It's either there, Times Square, or Union Square. Uh, 34th and 6th, Yeah, that's Yeah, that's Herald Square. Yeah. So I would come up that, you see that gate behind yeah. them? There's, a, there's an escalator coming up behind yeah, that, I think. And like I would it. come out and come around and walk in front of them to get out of the... You ever just take your horn out and just be like... Because first of all, <laughs> they would kick my fucking ass. <laughs> like so, physically or like musically? Both. both. <laughs> A million percent both. I would just never... Dude, there's nothing I hate more. I've been busking and had strangers I don't know what that means oh like playing on the street or in the park oh, okay. and just putting a hat out and getting some change and a couple singles just for fun And but people will come up like and they're usually bums with a shaker <laughs> uh, or like or a bum with a guitar missing three strings you know with a huge crack in it but sometimes like some dude will come up with a trumpet or like a saxophone and be like oh can I play I fucking hate that well, yeah, because you're trying to make cash. Yeah, and but you, it's and like, do, do they take money when they leave? No, never. Oh, okay, never. But what if you discovered like the next big thing that way? I think anybody that would maybe be capable of having of bringing about the next big thing is going to have some idea of like couth and how to approach people. You know what I mean? Like you wait till. Uh, like, I'll be in the middle of a solo, and some dude will come up and start talking to me. Because you're on the street in New York City, like in yeah, the village. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's madness. So that's where I'm coming from. I think... And they, they deal with that shit, too, those guys. Yeah, well, yeah, I can imagine. Like, they're, they, they have every right to be there, but anybody can walk up to them and fuck with them if they want to. Yeah. Just going to bring a triangle and go wait for them and be like, ding, ding. Yeah. The ding, ding. There are, there, in those places, there tend to be cops around all the time, which helps, I guess. They're probably not their 
on even on their radar as far as what to be concerned about though you know yeah triangle player yeah or like some dude kind of harassing the musicians like oh we just want this guy out of here he's fucking crazy you know what was the instrument case like back in the day and like all the old cartoons that was always like they always kept a gun in was it It a trombone case I thought it was a violin case. A violin case? That, maybe that maybe that's a, more mobster, though. That's whatever. But it was car- a lot of cartoons. Like, yeah. I, I always think violin case. It might be but, the violin case, so yeah. somebody shows up with a violin case. <laughs> yeah. So when I when I first lived in the city, and I, I think I was still going to NYU, like two times in one week, I'm going into the down into the subway. Once was at West 4th Street. And there's, you know, you walk down the steps. Which apartment were you living in at this point? Uh, that would have been... Maurice? Was that no. the guy's name? No. Well, it could have been, but it was either the one on on uh, Thompson Street or the one on Bleecker. I can't really remember. But anyway, I had this, like, uh, you know, really small formed saxophone case. I was playing alto. And, you know, you go down the steps and there's two cops with two, like, folding tables on the first landing before you go down to where the, the turnstiles are. And they're searching bags. So I've obviously got this thing plus, like, another bag. So I put it down. And uh, the one guy's like, oh, what, you got a Tommy gun in there? <laughs> and, the, and I open it up and it's a nice Mark Six Alto. And the other cop is like, damn, that's a nice horn, man. He was like, I, I've, I've always played sax, you know, just, just for fun. But like, man, I never had anything like that. And I was like, oh, yeah, well, you know, it's, I'm really lucky. You know, I'm going to school and blah, blah, blah. And then, and then it happened again, like up in Midtown you're, or Times you're Square or something. lucky you were white because if you were black, they would have knocked you out. Yeah. Stolen, he would have stolen your horn. You're right. You're right. <laughs> But then it happened again later that week. Up, Same guy? No, up no. up like in Midtown. And a, and another cop was like, what, you got a Tommy gun in there? <laughs> so <laughs> I wrote a tune called Tommy Gun. It's based on rhythm changes, I believe. I think that's the tune. And where can this be heard? com. I don't know if it's on there. Yeah. Because it sucked. You're uh dude you're it's not a good tune. You and I are bimmies now, so we can we can start getting That's right, money dude. for our music. You're right, man. So we I should mean, just start like cash it in releasing stuff. Yeah. Dude, we should we should start writing stuff that we can do all electronically. Like just you and me. Just you and me to carry on. I can't really come up with a melody. Of, of that song, or you just you can't come up with the melody in general? No, of that song, oh. the Chicago tune, Just You and Me. Right? It's tough all of a sudden. Did you see that Netflix paid like $500 million for the streaming rights to Seinfeld starting in 2021? No. So Son basically bitch. they are bringing Seinfeld over to replace The Office. I can't believe Seinfeld's not going to be on the Peacock exclusively. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Shit. $500 million. $500 million? $500 million. I don't know how long of a deal it is, but they paid yeah. like $100 million for Friends, and then the Friends got yanked from them early, yeah. as Dude, far as I know. What Joe Rogan got $300 million from Spotify? or Yeah, Spotify, right? $300 million? I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, dude. I think that number is inflated. But it was a ridiculous. It was it was a big amount. Oh, it's allegedly a hundred million. But still, dude. Oh, that's yeah. Like I said, it's it's a ridiculous amount. Yeah. 
Because I thought, I looked up years ago, like just on Google, his net worth was like 26 million or something. So, dude, he just made $100 million. Yeah. I don't know if it's a lump sum or if it's a payout over X amount of years, but still. Yeah, I mean, it's it's probably a contract, so it's probably yeah. a payout, but still, Fuck. I mean, That's now I don't, you know, does he still take his sponsorship dollars on top of that? Does now Spotify get those, spon- you know? Yeah, that's a good question. But, yeah. But it doesn't really matter. Oh, and I also heard he moved, left California, moved to Texas or something? Yeah, I think he's in Austin. Maybe I'm I'm wrong about that. I don't know. But it's in Texas. Yeah, fuck Texas, man. Fuck Texas, fuck (laughs) Florida. But yeah, he posted... If you're there, you you know how we feel about Florida. Yeah. (laughs) No, he posted something like the Texas studios almost, or, you know, it's getting up and running the big spotify logo probably in the background uh you know i didn't notice but uh, well that deal doesn't kick in exclusively until january or something yeah i think I you're think right it's the end of the year so or it might kick in but it's not exclusive like he i'm sure he's on spotify already i'm sure he was already on spotify. yeah so yeah you're right so yeah it's i think the it goes through the end of the year that's still on you know remember we were larger than him in the Democratic Con- Republic of, of the Congo. Congo. Congo, I said. Congo. I can't fucking talk. <laughs> the Democratic Republic of Congo. <laughs> I apologize for my stupidity, I Crass guess we'll call it. rudeness. <laughs> yeah. No, it's stupidity. Willful. Will, willful, willful ignorance. Yeah, that's... Instead of Wilfer. Wilfer. Wilbur. That's what they say around here in the Pennsylvania. Wilfer igno- ignorance. That boy is Wilfer ignorant. it's it's so like i think like of like all the shit we should have been doing with the podcast this year like not like even what we should have been like what we were i feel like we were building towards something we were we were on a a trajectory if you will i feel like we had some momentum yeah dude we definitely had a you know we were on the upslope yeah. You know, we came off a couple of live episodes, which were cool. And then we had we had some cool guests lined up. Yeah, we we had cool guests in already. Like, we had, like, guests almost every week for the first, until the fucking, the lockdown happened. We had guests almost every week. That's true. And we had, like, three guests already in the hopper, I think, at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and I think leading up to the 99th and hundredth, we had guests almost every week. Yeah, we did. Now, I mean, a couple of them were just you know friends. Yeah, but still, it was a it, they were guests. Fourth. But what I liked about what we kind of had like in general, they were like people. I'm not gonna say it, people. There were people. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't lizards. <laughs> were they lizard people? Oh, no, I don't know. They frightened me. Let me get back to that in a second. Okay. Um, but no, they were uh, they were people that were people of the community, or you know, like our you know again entertainment. Like we had our comedian, but you know, with Asia and Carolyn for Paradise Soul Food, great restaurant. In fact, we still have a gift card we have to use. So one of these days, we still have to figure out how to get our hands on that. Yeah, I mean, you should probably do it like next time you go back up to the house, maybe. Yeah, we or did that yesterday, and we bought a platter of Tully's chicken tenders, which... Oh, that sounds good. 25 tenders gone in two days. I would have eaten them all in one sitting. 
I would have eaten probably more if they were hot and fresh, but so like Tully's that's uh Krispy Kreme dude, hot and fresh. Uh, dude, here I'm gonna tell you this. So Tully's <laughs> uh, remember I said they might have the best chicken tender on earth. Yeah, they, I they need to try them, dude. Next I might get them next time I'm up there. So if you like when you do takeout now with this everything going on, like you call your place you order, they're like, Alright, about fifteen minutes or whatever. Like, just when you get there, park in one of the pickup spots, we'll text you when your food's ready, come in with a mask, pay, get your food right out. Mm -hmm. That way you don't have people congregating in the lobby, et cetera, et cetera. So I've done it. I did it a few times and no problems, whatever. So yesterday she says, when we were up there cleaning, she's like, do you want to get Tully's for lunch? I go, yeah, sure. She's like, do you want to get a platter? Because we have the coupon. (laughs) I go, I'm like, yeah, I think it's like, what, 25 tenders or something? I go, what do you get, like eight with the dinner? And I go, that's like 12 bucks or whatever. I'm like, it might be worth it. I'm like, you know, we can eat it tomorrow for lunch or whatever. We could do salads. So she calls and it's like, all right, they say 30 minutes because it's, you know, 25 tenders. Yeah. Same deal. Park. We'll text you when the order's ready. She leaves. She's going to run to the to Weiss and grab some drinks because like pretty much everything's out of the house in terms of that kind of stuff. I go down to the studio and I'm, I'm starting to pack up the studio and Raymond's on his iPad in his playroom and she texts me. She's like, still sitting here waiting for that text. And this was like now like 40 minutes. Damn. Another 20 minutes because why she's like, all right, it's been an hour. She's like, I'm going to call them. Mm-hmm. She calls and they're like, Oh, somebody must have forgot to notify you that your food's ready. It's been sitting right here. Oh, my God. So they pack them in, like, a metal, like, tray that you would put into a chafing dish. You know, like a right. tin, an aluminum thing. You know, with a lid. And they put some slits in the lid so some steam gets out so they don't... Yeah. But yeah. usually their things are nice and crispy. And these things, of course, were kind of... Soggy. Not soggy, but not crispy. Okay. Like... Yeah. They weren't that bad to be, you know, it's a soggy, but they weren't as hot either anymore. Yeah. The fries are soggy, unfortunately. Usually the fries are top notch too. Yeah. So, no, that was just a bad situation. Yeah. And, you know, and they didn't offer her like any like condolences, not condolences, any, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Uh, uh concessions. Concessions. Yeah. I guess. Uh, so. like, you know, a couple Salt, bucks pepper, off. Ketchup. No. <laughs> not like that. <laughs> Pretzels. Oh, that's condiments. Get your pretzels here. <laughs> yeah, that's condiments. <laughs> they didn't offer that either. I even fucked that up. We didn't even get napkins. <laughs> Fuck, dude. You got the bone. Uh, <laughs> but, like, yeah, like an extra, like, four bucks off or something. Like, we, we fucked up. Your food's been sitting here for a half hour. Yeah. Like, I mean, nothing. come on. So dicks probably the last time we'll eat at the tully's because we're not there anymore yeah and it's the only location outside of like western new york yeah that's <laughs> is, crazy is in clark summit of all places that's so weird i, te- I texted my uh there's um, during it was in the within the last you know four or five months or whatever uh, i texted my friend jess who uh grew up in like buffalo and i texted her and i go hey you ever hear of Tully's? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, yeah, why? <laughs> I go, we have one here in Clark Summit. It's the only one outside of Western New York. She's like, oh my God. She's like, I used to go on like high school dates there. <laughs> uh, holy I go, shit. Their chicken tenders are pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking great, man. <laughs> it's like, yeah, why? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, shit. You know what's funny is uh, Terrence McKenna said the best way to smoke weed is to not do it for a really long time and then smoke as much as you physically can like until you basically you pass out or get sick. Yeah. And he said it'll be like a psychedelic experience. I could see that, but I will say like it never I never minded like going on work trips being away for 3 4 days. Yeah. Like it never bothered me to like not smoke on those trips. Oh, I know. Yeah. Um I would occasionally I, would, I you know if I was coming here like up to this area and I would come to the house or I'd see Peter. Yeah, sure. You know, smoke a bowl here or there, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. But uh, other than that, like, it was rare, like, going to fucking yeah. Wisconsin. I don't know anybody in Wisconsin, you know, and mm-hmm. I don't even think, like, outside of, like, when I went to Vegas, the last time I was there for work, and I didn't even realize until the day before I left that recreational weed was legal out there. I thought it was just medical. Oh, shit. Yeah, fuck me, right? Yeah. <laughs> I would have had a, I would have definitely gotten some there. Like, and I almost bought candies. Like, I even registered with the one dispensary. Like, at the end of this, this, like, where at the bottom of the monorail is. Mm-hmm. And we talked about this because you don't know where that is because it was wasn't there when you were there. Yeah. Um, I forgot. It's like the, is it the Stratosphere is that the one? I think that's the hotel. So I think that might be like the last stop on the monorail. This dispensary is like across the street from the Stratosphere. Oh, okay. So it's um, actually at the top. That's the top. Okay. at the north end, yeah. Um, so, like, to where I could just, like, order online. Like, you had to scan a picture of your driver's license, whatever, so they could verify your age. So, I could just order online, go in and just pick it up. I'm like, I can pick it up and then, you know, take it with me. Yeah, and then, like, at the last cool. minute, I kind of chickened out. <laughs> and I knew I'd be okay, but I still chickened out. Yeah. It's, it's a weird thing, man. Dude, I remember, I remember on my 21st birthday going out at midnight... And being in well, a bar. Well, it was, it was the chickening out of bringing it home, of not going to the dispensary itself. It oh, was okay. of, like, transporting it home. Again, even though I knew it would be okay, because it was fucking candy. Yeah. Like, you know, I've traveled, you know, since, I've traveled with, you know, pens. Like, every time we came up here to look at houses, mm-hmm. you know, I had, like, a pen, one of my pens with me or something. It's just the in time. the suitcase, right? You check yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the... Hey, you know, it's just like a gold stick. It looked like a fucking big pen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They uh. So anyway, um. But yeah, it, it never. But I actually enjoyed like getting home and then like smoking that first bowl because it just hits you a different way. You know that again, like that first bowl after the refresh. Mm-hmm. So it is nice. So I get that. I get that idea of don't do it and yeah, then do it all at once. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it definitely calms me down when I'm not. And especially like over the last couple of months, you know, very stressful with all this stuff going on. It still is. Yeah, it's absolutely. going to be for another couple of months easily. I mean, it's going to be, it's just in the, the general situation we're in of fucking 2020 it's it's not going away anytime soon. No. no. So, I mean, when school really opens in September, because that's when the majority of schools open, it's going to be a fucking shit show, dude. Yeah. 
I, I guarantee it. You're already seeing it on college campuses. Yeah. And some high schools that are already open. Yeah, in other states. I mean, it's like, I, I, like these people have to prove to themselves by people dying that, oh, this isn't going to work. Yeah. But I will say it, it, it definitely, besides the help me sleep at night, just to overall relax me, shut my brain down. Because that would yeah. be the problem, too. Then I get home and I'd wake up at like 5 o'clock take a piss and then I'd lay back down in bed and my brain would be like alright well we got this 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 and if you do this yep. and you gotta do this and it's like shut the fuck up mm-hmm. and I'm like oh I don't really want to smoke because she gets up in an hour to go to work and Raymond now wakes up in the 6 o'clock hour 20 out of 21 days oh jeez every once in a while he'll sleep in yeah but it's it's between Six and seven, as early as six, and sometimes as late as seven. But it's it's usually mm-hmm. within that window. You know, he'll he'll wake up. Yeah. So you just can't start your morning off like that, clouded. Yeah. No, dude. To the cloud. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, then I wake up and I'd be up <clears throat> since five a.m. and come up here and work till five o'clock. Drive and, back. And your brain had been going like that yeah. since five a.m. Like drive back. You know, do dinner with him, get him bathed, get him in bed, whatever, and then worry about feeding myself, <laughs> depending yeah. on what her shift is when she was coming home, and then like, oh, I have other work to do, and basically sit and work until my eyes couldn't stay open, and then go to bed and yeah. start all over again. Yeah. So at least a lot of that, some of that has kind of now, all the back and forth was was really rough. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. Plus, you're coming off a tough time just before that, too. You know, it's... Yeah. No, it's been a... It's, uh, it's a lot, dude. 2020 has been a uh, certainly a kick in the shorts. Yeah. So far, just in general. I mean, well, since March. Because before that, 2020, I'm like, this is... Like, I feel good about this year. Just, like, between just what we were talking about, like, kind of what we've... Where we kind of felt the podcast was going. Mm-hmm. You know, we were picking up some momentum. And we, you know, we knew a move was coming. Uh, you know, we just didn't, we didn't expect the move up here. We thought we were going to be Yeah, moving. you had been looking at houses pretty regularly. Yeah, we'd, we'd put in a couple of offers before the real estate market was shut down. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of them, you know, both, you know, both of them were rejected. Uh, the one, they, they take a cash offer that was ready to go we were going to be contingent on i mean just a sale of our house we had to get it listed right you know so like if we did that they would accept that offer we would have had to go into like uber hustle mode because we would have had to have listed the house within like five days a contract yeah you know and then you hope you can sell it within 30 days yeah or you have to go back and you know, then ask for an extension. You know, which we had to do on on the house we you know we're coming out of now because yeah. of the deal fell through on our end mm-hmm. in the end, which was a good thing. So yeah, we just expected that we were going to be moving somewhere you know close by, you know, still within yeah. the summit. Because look, in in the end, we we absolutely loved the area, especially that neighborhood we were in. It was great. Yeah, yeah uh, it really was nice. The one downside we spoke of. We ha- we had no privacy in the backyard. Our backyard was the backyard of three other houses. Yeah, that was awkward. Um, but other than that, like it was great. We just did not like the house. Yeah, that house had a lot of problems. 
I, it, it it just wasn't the right fit for us, mm-hmm. um, especially like. Look, if if I wasn't there as much as I was, who you know, just because I work from home, and then especially through the the whole shutdown and everything, being like inside and spending most of my time in downstairs, mm-hmm. like you just realize how dark it is. Like if you're yeah. not there all the time, if you're there at night, you know, after work, you come home five o'clock. It's it's kind of nice. You get in mm-hmm. there. It's it's not bright. You want to relax for a few minutes, or whatever. Yeah, but when you're in there all day, when you're in there all day. Yeah, and it's that kind of it's that kind of room where you can tell it's really sunny outside, like it's really bright, but it's still dark in there. Yeah, and that that like not only does it suck, but it kind of pisses you off. And the, the one, <laughs> you could get light by opening up the back door, and then Raymond would always close it. Yeah, and I'm like, I just want some light in here. Yeah. <laughs> If they took the deck off, it would help. Uh, True. Bigger windows would certainly help. Mm-hmm. You know, and then there was you know a spot for another window, and they built a bathroom around it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it. Look, it's what happens with a split level house, especially. You, and it just happened to be that like the end we were facing all the time was in the dirt. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, and but, there were lots of trees. I mean, even in the winter, yeah. just the branches. You know, it never got direct sunlight. No. So. It might have been different if that we had set up the room differently and had the, you know, we faced the, the back where the windows were and we were looking and see the light more. I guess, yeah. Uh, you know, in the end, it's it's still the same dark room. And, you know, look, the, the, the windowless room worked nice for the studio, for the studios. You know, yeah. my yeah, office, my, I, my, I like, my office was fine. You know, mm-hmm. I had the windows. Um, it was always cold down there. Mm-hmm. regardless of the time of the year in the winter I always had to keep the heater on in, the, in my office yeah uh, when I was in there I turned it off otherwise and then in the summer that fucking basement's a meat locker yeah it really is yeah I remember there were a couple of times when like I forgot my hoodie because it was really hot out and then we were in there late night hanging after a podcast and I was like I think I needed a blanket yeah you need a blanket yeah yeah we certainly were you know, we knew a move was coming, but, and then, uh, you know, we, we, we did the St. Patty's thing. We had, we had a good weekend. It was fun. And, you know, just kind of like, I even said, I'm like that day, I'm like, this is probably going to be the last time we have like <laughs> go out and have fun for a long time. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's, you're still going five, six months later. Fuck 2020, you know? Yeah. Fuck it in the ass, man. Just, uh, friends of ours friend of the family's father passed away no shit yeah I guess it was unexpected wow well dude there's uh, somebody my uh, my parents know It's like 53 years old and he was like a you know like a tree cutter and he was working down in Jersey and a fucking tree fell on him and he was like in, in the hospital on a vent basically wow. brain dead and they were gonna like have to decide what to do. It's a dangerous profession. Yeah, dude. Like shit just fucking happens, man. I tell you what, the older I get, the more and more scared I am driving. And I don't mean to the point where I'm scared like jittery. I'm just like people freak me out. Like yeah. I do the speed limit now. What other people are doing. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, exactly. I'm yeah. And now I'm and not like, worried about my driving, I'm worried about other idiots. Yeah. Because there are some crazy ass motherfuckers out there. And then, so like, I do the speed limit, and uh, then I get somebody tailgating me. I'm just like, fuck, man. 
Like, just chill the fuck out. Yeah. Like, you don't have to be somewhere by a certain time. I don't care what anybody says. Back the fuck up. It makes me sound like an old man, but, you know, ride the line. I've been doing so much traveling on, like, 84, 81, too. Yeah. You know, so much more than I've probably had in my entire life. Yeah. (laughs) Probably more trips back and forth, and I, I fucking love the cruise control. And I use it through oh, the construction yeah. zones too, uh, because now they have cameras set up through the one between like right up around really? Mount Cop. Like yeah, when they're working, Fuck. like they have a car, and it was the sign beforehand. Uh, she got a ticket or a notice in the mail a couple weeks ago, and I thought it was from the turnpike because I I'd, I'd read that they were putting these things in like the construction zones on the turnpike. Yeah, uh, but it was on eighty one North. And it, it, it was no fine. It was a notice of violation, but because it was a first, I don't know, no fine attached. So it's a warning, basically. But, yeah. Uh, but, you know, like the same thing like the red lights cameras have, you know, had the picture of the license plate, you know, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Yeah. The only thing is we, she can't figure out, like... Like where it was, right? It said where it was, but we couldn't figure out why, like, she would have been on the road at that time. The only thing I thought about was oh. it could have been... Having an affair. <laughs> when we were bringing uh, flooring, like we bought the flooring, we took like over, it took us two days to bring all the flooring over here. Oh, okay. And like th- both days, like we brought it here, dropped it off and pretty much went back home. So it was, cause it was in the morning. Mm-hmm. That was the weird thing. Like, so it, it was, was later in the day. I mean, like I could have been any day of the week going home. Yeah. So it was the stretch from where 84 hits 81 North before Clark Summit? It must have been that stretch, yeah, because the only yeah. place there was construction at all was in that stretch leading up to Clark Summit. Yeah. I don't, and I don't even remember there being construction there. I just remembered one day going, I'm like, fuck, they paved this. Yeah, no, there was for a long time because I always go that way. I go up to the exit where the turnpike is. Yeah. But I, yeah, but I did it, it was, all summer. It was one lane, like, all last year. No, but this was, this was like, oh. this summer. Oh. Yeah, this was this summer. Like, it must have been something one day because I noticed they they paved it like one, and I came home that way every day because ever since they closed off the Grove Street entrance to Carroll Drive, like yeah, because otherwise I always came up. You know, I took Eleven South and came up. Yeah, you know, MacArthur. Not MacArthur. What the fuck was that road called? I want to say MacGyver. <laughs> That's not it. Kaiser Ave. No, not Kaiser. Oh. The one you turn on off of Kaiser on. You're only on Kaiser for a couple hundred feet. Oh, I can't fucking remember, dude. Lived there for like a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And I cannot remember the name of that damn road. It starts with an M and it's got the word highway at the end. It's oh. a person's name. Is it the Murphy Highway? Nope. Oh. Morgan. Morgan. Morgan, Morgan Highway. Morgan Highway. We suck, dude. I don't know, man. I don't know what else. Uh, what else we got? I, I, I could. Um, I could. We could call this one a little shorter this week. I don't know. Let's. I don't think anything real interesting is happening. Uh, let's see. Uh, we got. Did you notice? There's there's water pressure now. The water doesn't go. You know what? I didn't really notice, but now that you mention it, yes. Excellent. Yeah. yeah, well, it should for 750 bucks. <laughs> We're no, such old curmudgeons, seven, aren't we? 700 bucks. So, uh, we yeah, find fucking a, better. <laughs> we find a, a plumber finally that responds to us reaching out. 
Um, I had found him through Facebook group. I think like a Port Jervis Facebook group she's in. Oh, okay. This guy is like guy and his uncle. So they come out and I'm like, look, we have, we have a couple, couple things. I go, number one, we have to shut the boiler off when we're not using the hot water because the heat is always on in like the little bathroom out in the hallway and in the family room. And I go, and the water pressure is not very good. It kind of goes in and out, in and out. Mm -hmm. So the first thing he does, he goes in and he goes over to the, to where the tank is from our well and he starts tapping on it and looking around. He's like, huh? He's like, kind of got a thud. He's like, is this full of water? It's like, it's not supposed to be full of water. It's only supposed to be a little bit of water in there. And there's like a big balloon, like a bladder that inflates and deflates. And when it inflates, it pushes the water. And that's what creates the pressure. Okay. It's like the thing is busted. He's like, it's just full of water. So what happens is like oh. it, when it inflates a little bit, the water is pushing it right back down. That's why you're getting that kind of. Oh, okay. So he's like, I guarantee that's what your problem is. Okay. So then we went out and looked at the other thing. And like the the zone valve that controls the heat for that thing was like for that zone was hanging open. Oh, so it was just constantly pushing out heat, like at full blast. Like if I had the thermostat cranked to max temperature. Yeah. So he closed it and then we turned the thermostat on and then it wouldn't open up. He's like, I think he's like the valve is shot. So he puts it in closed now. So like we can leave the burner on. It's not heating the house during the middle of the summer and it's still making us hot water. So, So he reaches out to his, his uh, the place where he gets his stuff, and they have one of those tanks in stock. So that was like two hundred and eighty bucks, and then you know the cost of labor and the consultants, you know, the initial fee mm-hmm. for first trip out. So yeah, seven hundred bucks later, or whatever, seven hundred fifty bucks later, we have water pressure again. Yeah, well, good. Now it won't have heat in part of the house in the winter unless yeah. we get the valve fixed. How much is that going to be? I think he said like the valve's like a hundred bucks or something. Oh, okay. And whatever they charge to fix it. Yeah. The well needs to be serviced. God. Oh, that sucks. So what did he do? Drain the well? No, it's not the well. It's just a tank. So remember in the I mean, studio, the tank, yeah. in that in the studio downstairs, my old studio, that like in the back corner there was that blue like basically giant blue wooden box. Oh yeah. So inside of that is like the is the not the, the the you know the well is is out in the ground i guess yeah. it's the well pump or the pressure whatever it is so that's what he replaced it was that there's oh, okay. a big tank in there so but they drug it out it's probably still under the deck i don't think they took it with them yeah <laughs> but like the thing was completely full of water oh wow <laughs> he's, he's thinking, it's no wonder it wasn't working yeah hmm. and like i i was expecting the way he was like oh he's like if his pipe because the thing's been there it had a date on it 1992 so my dad installed that Damn. probably right before we moved or uh, no probably a year before we moved in mm-hmm. once the house was closed up I'm sure he installed that yeah and uh so the guy it's like some of the piping he's like it's like for, you know if we do anything it might break the pipe because it's so old or you know it might be hard to get off we're gonna have to cut it because it won't let loose and they were done in like I don't know, less than an hour. Oh, it came right off then. Yeah. Like, I didn't even get, like, I was in the it's process. your dad knew his shit. <laughs> well, my dad didn't actually do the, oh. it was, uh, my grandfather's neighbor did all the plumbing in the oh. house. Well, he knew I mean, his my shit. Dad, yeah, yeah, Jim did. Yeah. Uh, so I was in the process of changing switches inside, you know, changing them over and putting the new ones in and whatever. And, uh, like, I was, I did, like, the couple in the hallway out here, and I was upstairs about to start on the 
the two at the top of the stairs, the three-way switches, and the guy's like, check your water pressure. Mm-hmm. Turn it on. I'm like, yeah. oh, it's great. Nice. <laughs> and we brought our shower head home from the other other house and put into the master bath here. It's a little big for this bathroom stall because it's like got this – it's not a square stall. It's like three – two sides and then kind of up and then kind of cut off on a diagonal. Yeah. So, unfortunately, like this shower head – just kind of shoots water at the wall a little bit so you have to like let it warm up on a really low pressure setting <laughs> oh so it doesn't splash right on you so it doesn't splash out the door yeah and then when you get in you can turn up the pressure right because now there is pressure yeah true. that wasn't an option the other like i got it I, the first shower i took here the other day like a week ago or whatever when we moved in it was that night and i'm like it's it, it, i was that a week ago <clears throat> no it's gonna be two weeks right yeah, well, it's a week and a half now. We're in yeah. the middle of the week. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's been a long time since I've taken a shower in that shower. Like, mm-hmm. I, there was some work trip when I came up to the office up in Easton, and I came up here, and I stayed here. My mom was somewhere on vacation, and I don't think there was a guest bed because I think Danny had it in his room, so I, I slept <laughs> in there. So I used the bathroom, and I took a shower. It was probably the last yeah. time I showered in there. I always remembered it was like, I felt like it was always really low. Hmm. And because she had one of those like detachable shower heads. Oh, yeah. Which in a, ba- in a fucking shower stall that size, it made no sense. But yeah. both of my parents were a little short, so I think they liked it because <laughs> yeah. it brought the thing down. Right. There wasn't just a regular shower setting on it. Like I kept spinning the head and one of them was like the machine gun. like, And then there was one that just kind of sprayed it out like as like a cone shape outside. Yeah. I could not get a just regular shower. <laughs> I hate that shit, man. And I'm coming from like us having like I you know, not our shower fucking sucked in Clark Summit. It was at least it was it was square. I think it was if we actually square this one off when we redo it, I think this one will actually be a little bit bigger um than than our Clark Summit one. Oh, okay. But but we, like it had a rain shower head. So I've been used to taking showers like under like <laughs> A nice amount of water. First world problems. Fat people like showers like that because it, it, it surrounds you. <clears throat> yeah, I got you. I hate going to hotels and having to use a little like. A I like it. I like it coming at me like where the water's hitting me like chest level. So I have to kind of duck my head down into it so it's not just hitting me in the face all the time. You don't like a shower to come from above you? Correct. I like it head on. But I don't like that intense pressure one. I like a gentle pressure. How do you find... Do you take showers and children's showers? No. Where do you find a fucking shower? You're well, not much taller than me. You're like an inch. Where do you find a shower that's going to hit well, you in the chest? Well, I guess it's probably... I think that is a it's, a... it's a tub, like with a curtain. Okay. And I think that's a detachable thing, so you can angle it, uh, and I angle it down. Now, I will... And it's a tub, so I stand... I stand back, okay. so that's where it so hits gotta, me. So... Favorite, I, I have two favorite showers that I've been in. Mm-hmm. The first one was the first time I was in Vegas at the Venetian because there was a TV in there so I could watch Sports Center while I took a shower. <laughs> like, that was just fucking cool. It was a nice size shower. It's fucking baller. But it had a fucking, you could t- watch TV while you took a shit, which was great. Because nice. that was before, like, 
smartphones were huge. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think I had a BlackBerry, like the little one at that time. So <laughs> it was a smartphone, yes, but, you know. Yeah, nothing like that. Yeah, yeah, not not today's iPhones. No. And then my not second. Not even the first iPhone. <laughs> yeah. And my second favorite shower was the shower that was in our hotel room in the, the fucking hotel room in general in uh, Punta Cana. Dominican for one big mm. holiday. Mm-hmm. First of all, we had a we had a whirlpool tub in our hotel room too. Like all the hotel <laughs> rooms had whirlpool tubs. Oh, that's sweet. The, uh, the nice ones had like them overlooking like the outside. Well, all of them overlooked the porch, but I think some of them were out on the porch if you had those things. Mm-hmm. But it had f- four or six shower heads in it. Holy shit! So it was a huge shower. It was like. Yeah. Almost the size of this porch. <laughs> That's crazy, man. <laughs> maybe not as big. Maybe take well, a little more than half of the size of this porch. Okay. Still, that's pretty fucking big. Yeah. So you could aim like the shower. So like I had one coming at me one direction, the other one. Uh, yeah. It was different when there was two of us in there, but when it was just me in there, uh-huh. you could aim them all at you and you have water coming from every direction. Yeah. Yeah. I love those ones that like uh, have like the the bars on them too. Like oh, I, yeah. I like that the hitting too, but I, I need the rain that from above. Yeah. It's got to be good. Yeah. I like it when it has both. <sighs> like you, you, yeah. can, you can have both. So you can have one yeah. off or you know yeah to both I, I I it might have been our shower we had a review we had the head that had the second thing on it yeah um, or it might have been one I had in Apollo Beach was like that yeah because if it was easy yeah then I would do that like when I'm just washing my my head and face I would just turn on the one above me and then turn it back off to do the rest you know see we have the big tub here but there's no room to put the big shower in the only way we'd have more room is if we get rid of the tub and I want to get rid of the tub. I know. Because you know like, what? we might, just lived in the last house with no tub. It might come down to a frequency of use evaluation, though. But I mean, like, big shower. Like, I want, like, a shower with multiple shower heads in it. Well, you could basically... We could shower where the tub is. You take that whole area and yeah. make it a shower. Yeah. Yeah. It would cost a fucking fortune. Well, yeah. Even to do ourselves, it would cost a fortune. Yep. And I don't think I can help you carry a tub up there. Or, or I mean, carry a tub out of there. Oh, God. I don't know how that tub would get out of this house. You'd have to yeah. cut it up. I, it's it's fiberglass. Oh. Well, it might not be that bad, then. No, I just from the size, I don't know how yeah. it would physically get out. That tub was put in, like... While the house was being when built. When there, no, there were no walls. Th- there were walls, but they had nothing covering them, and you could mm. go through them. <laughs> yeah, the window openings were there. And the win- yeah, it might have been very well, might have been brought in through that very window right there, mm-hmm. too. So, I, yeah, I don't know how it would have to be probably cut up to be brought out. Mm-hmm. It's all fucking, oh, man, I don't even, it's all piping underneath there. It's, yeah, like the whole, like the lower half of the back wall of the closet is just like a wooden panel, so you can get into there. The front panel on the tub thing my dad has come up. My fucking ferret got in there. Oh, like really? I, it was when I wasn't home. It was when I was at school. So, but yeah, one of them got into the, got into that area with the tub and then was like down into like these things over the lights, oh, over really? where the lights are in the kitchen. Yeah. Because yeah. that's open up there for them. <laughs> How'd they get them out? Uh, I mean, they, you know, they liked my parents. So my dad got up there in the attic, I think was able to get them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which one was that? It's probably Donut. Donut. <laughs> donut. See, I just said fucking Donut. I'm like, <laughs> Donut? You're fucking hardcore Nepa, man. That's like, that's like, 
I guess so, yeah. You just got your knee howl. That's a little more central, though. Because you're getting out like that way. Because it's smoking, so. right? Yeah. That's, not, that's, that's more. Well, it's on the border. K pa. Sepa? Sepa, maybe? That would be southeast Pennsylvania. So, Sepa? I guess, yeah, Kipa, maybe? I don't know. Kipa? Senpa? Kipa? What do you call yourselves? Central Pennsylvania. What? WNEPers? <laughs> well, like on WNEP, they go to the Central Pennsylvania newsroom, yeah. which is in Williamsport. Yeah. So, they never use anything like that. Yeah, I know. Because there's nothing cool like NEPA. No, it's just Central PA. You realize, I believe, Pennsylvania is the only state where its like initials is its nickname. Yes, absolutely. It's the only state where people refer to it by its postal code, PA. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like the city, like people say NYC, mm-hmm. but like, it's not like, I'm going to NY. Yeah. You know, sir, yeah. you say it when you type now because it's easy. You do text. You, you, yeah, you do but it nobody, all the time. nobody says that. No, but you say PA all the time. Yeah, and sometimes I'm you going know, to or. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I have to remember sometimes when I'm texting people, like more so when I was married, because I'd be texting people whose native language language wasn't English, and I'd be saying, "Oh, I'm going to PA," and they'd be like. Port Authority? Oh, like, Pa? <laughs> yeah. Or like, what's PA? And I, oh, it's Pennsylvania. What's Pa doing for you? Yeah. I guess that's better than going to see Junior. Yeah. You want you just want to rap? Yeah, man. Uh, you know, we're boring as fuck, dude. <laughs> I, I apologize to everyone for wasting your time. I, th- I think we could find something out of this. I think so. But Ooh. at the very least, you stayed home and you didn't go to that party. Yeah. And that's a, that's a good on you. Dieter looks like he's from 8 Mile right now. Really? <laughs> That's upsetting. I probably look like the the old man version of Eight Mile. I probably look like a fucking pedophile, is what I look like. I was just watching. Uh, <laughs> I was just watching American Dad, or I had it on while I was cleaning. This last thing I'll say. Because this is just a fucking weird thing. Mm-hmm. So it was the episode. It was an episode where uh, something happens to Stan, and he like loses his memory. <laughs> so. Francine like basically convinces him that he's this like nicer, more sensitive guy. Cause she's supposed to go to this wedding of this girl she hasn't seen in like twenty years or whatever, and she's marrying this great guy. And she's like, "Oh, how's that guy you tried to change or whatever?" <laughs> so the whole thing happens with something where Stan like he was at like a restaurant and like he was rude to the waiter cause the waiter fucked up and he started playing like taking care of business on the jukebox. <laughs> so like while Stan like this Stan version who's he's starting to doubt he's like something's not right he's like I don't feel normal or whatever and he hears this song and he starts kind of tapping his foot and, and Francine shuts it off he's like he's like what was that he's like I feel like I like that song she's <laughs> like no you don't he's like well it really seemed like I did she's like no when you were little, your father was raped to that song. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> like, that's such a crazy thing to say. <laughs> Dude, that's fucked up. Your father was raped to that song. <laughs> that is totally fucked up. That's why I like that show. Yeah. It's like that show. Not... <laughs> okay. Okay. <sighs> 
That's going to get us in trouble. No. Uh, yeah. All right. I just did the right hand joke just so off the wall. It just comes out of fucking left field like that. Mm-hmm. Like a joke like that. It's just like, holy shit. And then Seth MacFarlane and, and those guys. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, yeah, let's wrap this. Hopefully, hopefully next week we can have our, our third co-host back. Yeah. Or we'll have somebody. We got we to gotta make it more interesting. Yeah, I know, dude. We suck. <laughs> We could try to. It's hard. Like I can't. I don't want to bring like stuff out to set up up here. We're like just outside. We're chilling. I know. Next I week know. we might be in shorts with the fan fucking on because you be never know. You never know. Ninety degrees and humid again. So. Mm-hmm. So uh, not so live from the back porch in the woods in Nepal. That was we're enthusiastic. Still, <laughs> we're still. We still call ourselves part of the Electric City. Our our hearts are with the Electric City. Mm-hmm. Our logo is with the Electric City. That's where you like to get your donuts. Yeah, yeah the donuts. donuts. The Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, I don't like the other donuts. I'd rather have the Tim Hortons, eh? Yeah. But no, hopefully we get our third co-host back. Or, uh, I already said that. Never mind. Uh, so yeah, not so live from from the back porch in Epa. Yeah, that's a wrap. <laughs> Peace out. We're gonna call that a wrap of tw- one twenty five. We'll be back next week in some form or another. Yeah, as Eight Mile would say, <laughs> what's that song called? I don't fucking know, dude. The I listen to jazz, man. Uh, <laughs> Eminem, you know. Yeah, Rapping but I that song yeah. lose yourself. I don't fucking know. Yeah, dude. lose yourself. Okay. In honor of Dieter, it's eight miles. Dieter is eight miles. That's this week's episode. My eight miles of dick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's that's how it ends. <laughs> Good night. Namaste, you guys. Bon appetit, Wolfgang Schmucks. <laughs>this has been another episode of the dinner with schmucks podcast if you like what you heard you can find us on social media facebook.com slash dinner with schmucks we are dinner with schmucks on instagram and at dws podcast on twitter if you want to connect with us old school you can send us an email dinner with schmucks at gmail.com we may even give you our mailing address and don't forget to like subscribe share and review on itunes oh and make sure you tell a friend until next time Hey, we want to welcome a new sponsor to the podcast. New sponsor? Oh, that's cool, man. <laughs> Benny Bands Headbands. So Benny Band Headbands, they are designed in the USA, and they are the best headbands for working out, hanging out, playing hard, and looking good. They're great for kids, and they're great for men and women. Yeah, now if you want to check them out, you can go to bannybands.com. That's B-A-N-I-B-A-N-D-S dot com. Bannybands.com. <laughs> it's Banny Bands. They're good. They're sweaty. They're good. Oh, wait, no. What? What are you doing buying your stuff from the guy selling in the parking lot? Dinnerwithschmucks.threadless.com is the only place to pick up all of your official Dinner with Schmucks podcast swag. T-shirts, hoodies, cell phone cases, and prints. It's all just a click away. Dinnerwithschmucks.threadless.com That's what they say around here in the Pennsylvania. That boy is Wilfred Ignant. <laughs>